Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football, rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Welcome everyone to this edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I'm sorry that we took a month off. <laughs> Whoops, got busy with dad stuff. Gosh, I mean, you know, life is... You should have known in the title this could oh, happen. Man. It, it I feel bad because I do too, actually. There are there are people that reach out. Dozens um, of people listen to this show. So one specifically, Adam was like, I can't wait to listen to this week's episode to hear how excited Garrett is about Dobbs and how he tore oh, up no. his first game as a Viking. Oh, no. And because we were just talking, like yeah. the last time we had an episode, spent a lot of time on that. Dobbs had just been traded, but hadn't played yet. And... Shoot! <laughs> well, well, you missed. We missed out on all my exuberance. Right, you'd have been <laughs> super excited. And oh, I was a happy, happy boy. I, uh... For two weeks. Yeah. 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 And then, like, I was, yeah, happy, happy boy for two weeks. And then third week was like, you know, they weren't going to win them all. It's like, okay. It's, yeah. And then, and then <clears throat> we probably don't have to get right into it. But I, and uh, you still almost won. I know. That, that TJ Hawkinson touchdown won me a league. Oh, yeah. That away. A whole league. That was a, that was a big one. What, what won just, me the week? Yeah. Won me week. week. I was going to say it was first and second. The playoffs. Me and another guy. Uh, I don't know if I should name drop, but me and John Bosch were, uh, Ooh, were, were fighting for first place. Winner got first place. Oh, okay. And I was down like four points going to the last couple. I'm like, I just need like, you're doing the math. Like everybody does the math. I'm like, I need All right. two receptions, two receptions 30 yards, 20 yards. And yeah, I win. Whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to win. So I went, I came downstairs to do something and my phone went off and TJ Hawkins a touchdown. I'm like, that's six. Well, I'm done. So- yeah, you're good. So I, you know, we we always share a little personal life. I did not bring any kids to the football game this past Monday, but I did go. It was me and uh, my best friend since we we're little kids. Like basically, you, okay, and you don't have to. You can lie because it's a podcast and nobody would know. Do you sure. have season tickets? No, I don't. Because you go I to a lot of games. I do. I do. This has been a discussion with my wife, and she has said, like, one season tickets are expensive because there's the seat charge or whatever seat fee. Um, which is, you know, it's considerable, but I still end up going to a lot of games. I have an uncle with season tickets. I have another uncle uh, with access to tickets, and then I'll buy a couple for myself. So I probably go to full, four four games a season, five games a season. I don't go to away games ever just because too busy and then travel is right. more expensive. Um, but uh, and typically I don't mind cheaper seats. Now, the last couple of times I got some really good seats. Like, the, the ones I saw the other night were... Oh, they were, yeah. So lower well, level. Anybody that follows you on social media kind of sees where you sit. Yeah, I, you know, I it, I got a decent deal on them. I've made some connections of people with connections and, you know, not bragging or anything, but it's just kind of nice. Sometimes you can walk your way into some decent seats. Yep. And I had, I've had this season ticket conversation with my wife before and she um, won a bunch of money all at once, right? But then two, she's like, I think we're just going to be so stressed out about the games we can't make or if we're out of town and then you have to worry, are you going to sell them? You know, is it a bad season and you can't sell them for anything? So you're just out the money if you can't go or you lose it. She's like, so just like try to get a good deal. Don't always get the, you know, 50 yard line, lower level stuff. Right. Uh, but, you know, if, if 
if the schedule allows, just buy tickets and go. Don't don't worry about it. Just don't buy the package. So anyway, I went with uh, my best friend from the time we were little kids and we sat. It's like on the 35, 30, uh, uh, about 10 rows up and that TJ Hawkinson touchdown was like right in front of us. And one of my other very closest friends of the world talked about him several times. uh, Officer Nick Bush, uh, former co-host of the What Are the Odds podcast, uh, was down seven and a half with TJ left to go. So he was sweating bullets. He's texting me all sorts of profanity lace texts about the Vikings and Dobbs and this offense. And does O'Connell know what he's doing right now? And this, that, and the other thing. And then uh, TJ gets that one, you know, gets up into the air. He's a big, he's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big man. It is hilarious. At one point we're looking at Jordan Addison, not a big man. I mean, big Mm -hmm. man, uh, big, not a small dude in real life standing but not a big nfl player right uh next to tj hawkinson he looks tiny tj looks like a beast tj next to brian o'neill our right tackle is like i cannot imagine right i just can't imagine and like yeah i played offensive i played tight end i played offensive line when i was younger i played d-line in college it's just like there is a clear distinction on why these gentlemen are professionals. You right. get millions They're of like I always get a guys. little annoyed on somebody on Twitter the other day. I was complaining about football or something. I don't remember what it was. And somebody who I actually like, so I'm not trying to shade anybody, was like, I mean, yeah, seriously, it's just a bunch of millionaires playing a kid game. I'm like, oh no, that's not what this is. NFL football is nothing. You can no. never conceive of calling this a kid's game. It exists at a level you cannot fathom. And these are not millionaires playing a kid's game. These are the most elite athletes with some of the highest uh, sports intellects. And we were talking specifically about quarterbacks yeah. who are paid millions of dollars, who become millionaires because, because of how, yes. because they have a skill set and a brain that most, I mean, a fraction of a fraction of the population has. But anyway, I was, <laughs> I was pretty disappointed Monday night, but I was a very nice time. It's a great stadium. If any of you listeners are up in, you know, Minnesota ever, I would highly encourage you to check out U.S. Bank Stadium. It is no home bias. Very, very beautiful. It's okay. <laughs> Come on up, no, man. I've never I've never been. I, I did go to the Metrodome, but I've never been to the new the new stadium. The Metrodome was uh, charming in like that crap hole you lived in senior year of college had a lot of fond memories in it. Like I'm going to charming I can in upset that way. some people real fast. Wrigley Field is a dump. Oh, yeah. I went to – so my my freshman year in college, I was at uh, a different school than the one I graduated from playing football. And um, I transferred after my freshman year, but it was pretty close to Chicago. And we used to drive up on the weekends. There was nothing to do in this town. In the spring or in the fall, we'd drive up and um, you know catch Cubs games. And they'd sell us old style light underage like it was no problem. But that was right. – it's not a nice state. It's historic. It's so bad. It is not and, nice. And if you said it to the wrong people, it's really how can how dare you? Oh, I'm like, yeah. it's it's trash. Like it's got the history. That's cool. Yeah. But it has a place that, yeah, in baseball history. A, it is a I don't know, revered. It's like a legacy stadium. I don't know what right. you would call it. Well, that's what that's what the Metrodome is. Not nice. The Metrodome was the Metrodome was maybe not even <laughs> no. There's the a reason bed, right? that the roof collapsed. Like man. That was something else. I saw somebody the other day. We can quit talking about Vikings because they're on by, so you're probably not interested for this week. Um, but I saw somebody complain about this season 
you know, being just like this, this season where the Metrodome collapsed, only we have a better stadium with a sturdier roof. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of, no, stop it. Yeah. Complain. What are you doing? I know. Just enjoy the game. Come on. People want to lose, then people want to win, then people want to lose again. Just make up well, your mind. If you're, I, I tell you what, that is that is the pain of being a Minnesota Vikings fan. You have the most temperamental, the most mercurial group of fans in the history of football, where it's like we need to tank. Oh, we won the game. We thought we were going to lose. We're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, they lost. It's all over. It's so terrible. We should fire our GM and we should fire our head coach and all this goofiness. Meanwhile, you're a Cowboys fan and you don't have to deal with any of it because they just stop it. (laughs) They just keep well this season so far. This season, okay. They just keep stomping people this year. We have some some delusional fans as well. Uh, Yeah, they they. So I was talking. So I talked to some students. Some kids know that I have I have a podcast and I I answer their fantasy football questions and I told a couple of kids Very a few weeks ago like you. you should make them subscribe uh, first. It's fun to just talk about to hear them talk about it too. So like earlier like my first hour class it's a class of juniors and there's a few guys in there that talk about it. Um and they're like some of them have some sound strategy and then some of the talk the trade talks that I hear I should I should do this and I'm like no, I, I literally will say, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. What? You don't think that's good? No, I think that's terrible. Okay, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> But they, we, we talk about, like, there's one there's one student, I won't say names. Um, he's a Bears fan, and he is on, when the Bears win, his fantasy team wins. It's this weirdest correlation. So he's not having a great season. He's not, but he's like, <laughs> okay, let's, let's do it. So, but I've always said, like, I told them when the when the Bengals and the Ravens played, they're like, "Oh, you got to start Lamar and you got to start Burrow and you start your studs." And I was like, "You avoid, I avoid Thursday night games, yeah, if at all possible." I'm I don't always I look for an excuse. I'm like, "Give me an excuse, otherwise I'm starting my studs." But if there's anything like if it's just like someone is like, "Oh, you know, it's it's raining," I'm like, "Well, okay, <laughs> outdoor can't start those guys. Can't start those guys now." There's yeah, I just two need exceptions, a little though. bit of a nudge to move off Thursdays. Two exceptions for me. Thanksgiving doesn't count as a Thursday game. No, because it's Thanksgiving. Not. It's basically and Sunday. The last few years, the Cowboys have played the Thursday following Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Like they do this like week. Like they do this week. And I will play all of them because they got their normal week's worth of recovery right. this year yep. and so last year. Days. I think they did it. And I wonder, I'm starting to think the year before. So, yeah, Cowboys, I, I'm expecting. To start all of them this week, uh, I'm not real worried about it being a Thursday night game. They do play I, the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, they play mm. the Seahawks. Now, before I ask my question for you for this week, I, I think I think I remember who it was. I don't remember how many years ago it was, but it was a Thanksgiving game at least six years ago, I'll say. Okay. Did DeMarco Murray have like a five touchdown game on Thanksgiving one year? He had a big, like just yeah. a monster. It was at least, it was at it least was four touchdowns. Year. Right. And uh, that was, that was a very, very, I had him that, that year. It, uh, it wasn't as painful, I think, as a couple of years ago for me when um, Alvin Kamara had like six touchdowns against the Vikings, but it was very, very beneficial 
for fantasy. I can never, every once in a while that pops in my head while I'm busy doing something else and I can't remember the year it is. But Marco Murray's not in the league anymore. It, it but, looks like it was 2013. Oh my gosh. So it wasn't so six years 11 ago. 11 years ago. It was, wow. Um, yes, 10? the Dallas Cowboys scored five rushing touchdowns. No, the entire season. And then when they played Oakland on Thursday afternoon, he scored three touchdowns in one game. Oh, it's three. Okay. His rookie year. I I must have reached some at some point, got the five and three, but it was it was it was a big one. Um yes. anyway, so this week, Cowboys, you're all systems go. I think Dak's gotta be top QB on the week. I started Dak over Mahomes last week. Oh yeah, I, I would do that as well. I, I don't yeah, now Absolutely. looking back, hind- hindsight's twenty twenty, but he's still Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but it, I mean, you, you don't get off a heater if you're on a heater, right? Like this is kind of no. Uh, but the Cowboys have had. I mean, last week they played Washington. Like, okay, it's Washington. The week before they played Carolina. The sure. week before they played the Giants. Sure. Philly but, was a game. Philly was a game. I mean, it's hard to fault those guys. I mean. I've, we've seen the commercials, right? It's like AWS, Amazon is has mm-hmm. it takes seconds to write the perfect schedule compared to months. Well, I, I can't fault Dak and company for playing no. these teams that Amazon no, no, no. algorithm said they should play. So, yeah. you know, the job is to get out there and beat the competition. Now, I don't. What do you think of this game tomorrow? Like, is this going to be a tough one? See, I. I've been real hesitant to even like say anything because the last time I gave input on a on a Cowboys game specifically, now, it was the Arizona game. About. Yeah, it was the Arizona the, game. You're worried like, about jinxing. That's a different thing. Arizona sucks. They're not gonna lose to Arizona. And then they lost to Arizona. I think um, I think that's it. I think start your Cowboys, man. I think Dak for sure. CeeDee Lamb, you're starting for yeah. sure. Pollard. Tony Pollard, I think you start for sure. Scored a touchdown last week. We're, starting to warm a little up. Bit later, I'm gonna I'm gonna Tell you and the listeners about my Tony Pollard situation. Uh, Fergie Ferg, start Ferguson. If you need a tight end, I I mean, he's not a – like tight end's pretty dried up this week. The Vikings have a bye, so I I get some of those. Like Hawkinson's not around to use. Um, But the Seahawks, I think, are good to go too. They also played on Thanksgiving, so they've also had a week off. So there shouldn't be any lag uh, with those guys, um, Kenneth Walker may still be Maybe out. out, right? He hasn't practiced yet, uh, reports as of today. So then, you know, you uh, end up with, you know, the guy that didn't have, I'd been waiting all year. He's been Charbonara. on my bench. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charbonnet. Yeah. Um, old Zachary. Uh, been waiting a very long time to play him. And it wasn't a stellar performance no. last week by any means. Kenneth Walker um, owners should feel confident that he's still got the get job him back. Yeah. yeah, unless he. I mean, I would love, and I do mean love, if Charbonnet could just you know flip a switch and turn on you know hit the boosters and uh, tear up the Dallas defense. I don't, yeah, I, guess. I was like, I don't, I don't think know. it's happening this week. Dallas no, I don't think it's happening this week. They're very good. They're very good. Now it's so good that uh, I am. I've had to make this decision for. For myself in a couple leagues, I am not starting Tyler Lockett this week. I think you can start Metcalf, but every time you say, every time I decide to take uh, uh, you Tyler out of my, I, he blows up. He blows up, and I'm what? Well, okay, so here's the deal: 
When you take a look at the performance of the passing offense in Seattle this year, it is just a night and day difference from last year. Like that you like Josh the, Downs more than you like. I do like Josh Downs more than because you know what? Gardner Minshew might throw a few uh, interceptions, but he's also going to hit downs down the field. That's fair. And Geno's just not throwing downfield. It's like it's like the Vikings Bears game I just watched on Monday night. It's like I think they said there was four completed passes uh past the uh uh past the was, the first down marker everything terrible. else was at the line of scrimmage dink, and that's dink. but that's been Gino like it's like the guy that we had been watching struggle in the NFL for all these years had this magical season and then has reverted back and it's like okay well that's yeah. not gonna help my Mr. Consistency Tyler Lockett so he Lockett's a concern to to DK a couple times on Thanksgiving because I've got yeah. DK in a few spots he just missed him. I mean, he just he just he just missed. I think they're still going to shoot to go downfield, uh, but you're not going to have a lot of time in the pocket. So no. you gotta you're going to run short slants, ins, uh, I mean screens, whatever you're going to do, uh, move okay, the so pocket. I hope this helps the listeners, but it'll also help me. So let's be a little bit selfish, here. <laughs> give me give me some. I'm going to give you a couple names. You tell me Tyler Lockett or this person. Okay, Tyler Lockett. Or George Pickett's Pitts, uh, Pitts got Arizona. Oh man, I'm gonna go lock it because I don't know what's going on with Pickens. Is Pickens AB 2.0? I, it, I mean, it is, it's and something. What's going on with Deontay Johnson walking it's, through, right? Like, what are you doing here, man? I don't, all right, yeah, Tyler Lockett or Brandon Cooks. See, Cooks is on a heater. Do you set a guy on a heater? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Throw it right back at you. Not on that offense. I wouldn't. I would go. I would go Cooks there. All right. How about Cooks is uh, so hard to trust. Here, here is a legitimate question. Right from my lineup, Tyler Lockett or Garrett Wilson? Wilson with Jets. They've got Atlanta. You've got to go with Lockett. Gosh, who's throwing the ball? Is it Tim Tim Boyle? Tim Boyle. Yeah. It's Tim is Boyle, it? but he scored with Tim Boyle last week. Yeah. And Wilson, in the course of his career, has done well with any quarterback that it's isn't true. Zach He's Wilson. kind of kind of quarterback proof. Outside of Zach Wilson. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you know, and this year they I mean there was more of a concerted effort to get him the ball, but and the Atlanta game should be high scoring, you would think. All right, one one more, another one straight straight out of my lineup. Tyler Lockett or Josh Downs? Uh, Indy's got Tennessee. I don't I I don't know if listeners know. We've had this same conversation many a night weeks, over text weeks messages. and weeks and weeks. I'm playing Lockett over Downs. I, I don't. That's just me. I get Wait, it. I know you like your guy. You've been right uh, I, on a couple of occasions. I just I don't know. Uh, All right, the hardest Lock- one on that one is Garrett Wilson. Or yeah. Tyler Lockett. I think you go Wilson, but Just I wouldn't be with, shocked with the uh, big playability a little bit more. I yeah. mean, yeah. Lockett's he never is been the all... focus of that offense. Yeah, and Lockett's as consistent as he's been and as reliable as he's been. He's never been a big yak guy, no. and Wilson has that chance to take take it to the house. Right? You get him well, on, and you on... get in the red zone, and let's yeah. find Garrett. Whereas yeah. it could go to Lockett, it could go DJ. Seattle's probably going to run it though. So yeah, I think so too. I think so too. If they can get there, that's the problem. Right. Anything else from the Thursday night game we got to cover? Uh, is Dak the MVP? I mean, I I don't know who is the front runner ahead of him at this point. 
Jalen Hurts, apparently, if you look at all the gambling websites, but yeah, I mean, but when you is, compare the stats, it's not even close. Well, and if you compare, here's the deal: this is not an anti-Eagles rant. Um, and maybe it is. I don't. You know, it could be. I don't. I hate Nick Sirianni. I cannot stand Nick Most Sirianni. Punchable face oh, in the NFL. He's gosh. perfect for Philly. Screaming at uh, this was two weeks ago, right? The Screaming fans at the, the fans, KC fans, as he's I walking don't through the tunnel. Hear nothing, dude. No you're a grown man. You are you are a professional coach at coaching at the highest level of the sport you can possibly coach at, and you're talking trash to fans and stands. He is the perfect Philly coach. Oh, I wasn't gonna say it, but it's he's, he's a perfect. Philly there is coach. somebody I forget her name. She's she's a I don't can't remember the, the the name of the account, but she's a fantasy football analyst from Philly. She's like maybe she tweeted she's like maybe I've just got too much Philly in me, but I love this sort of thing. I'm like, of course yeah, you, you do. absolutely have too. Of course much. you do. Yes, this is a Philly thing for yeah. sure. No if, questions asked. If Sirianni would throw a battery at Santa Claus walking across the field. Like yeah. that's the that's the face he's got. Yeah, they'd harass nice little old ladies uh, yeah. in Minneapolis, like they did. I'm not bitter. 2017, but anyway, <laughs> like if you look at how no birds, no birds. I know exactly what video you're talking about. Right. If you if you look at how the quarterback performance is, like I'm not discounting the tush push or the whatever they call it now, brotherly shove, brotherly whatever shove. it is. I'm, because it works and they're they're executing it well and you should go with plays that work when you're in a position to utilize that play yep. to your benefit that's what i you get it i'm do. not a ban the tush push person no i nope. mean i think somebody honestly could get hurt with this and they might want to take a look at player player safety i know they did and maybe that's it but like Dak's not scoring touchdowns from the half yard line you know with a f- couple fullbacks pushing his butt you know into the end zone right like, Dak's playing the position in a different way. And I'm not saying Hertz can't. I don't I I think before this season, people were ready to crown Hertz as one of the very elite quarterbacks in the league. And I don't know that he's shown that he is. He's very, very good and he works well within the system. Um I just, you know, I don't know. I think those two before the season, people would have said Hertz is a significantly better quarterback than Dak Prescott. And I would have pushed back against that. And uh, that's not. And I think given the way that that Dak is leading from the quarterback position with the results that Dallas has gotten, it's hard to argue against his MVP ship. He should be in the conversation. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. But what what I'm saying is, you know, he's lucky Kirk got hurt because otherwise. (laughs) I I won't argue that. Yeah. Uh, Kirk, Kirk was putting up numbers. Vikings fans don't. Don't appreciate him. And uh, not all, not enough, not enough. They will next year when he's back, though. Speaking of, I mean, you brought up Garrett Wilson. Let's stay with the Jets. And, yeah, let's do it. And Mister Achilles himself. Oh boy, is he coming back after sixty nine days, or is it seventy nine days? So I think seventy nine. Sixty nine uh, just seemed more like a Rogers. Rogers, like, like Target coming yeah. back after sixty nine days. Yeah. Why? Because it'll get me more attention. Pat McAfee told me. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a tank top. It's got it. The ayahuasca right and the dolphins. <laughs> the uh, yeah, play, play that healing dolphin love making. What are, and what are you doing? doing? What are you doing with Rogers? 
dynasty wise. Dynasty he's thirty nine. He's gonna be forty. He's coming back from he's, Achilles he's potentially back. this year. He's coming back. I think he's by definitely the coming year. back next year. He's for sure coming back next year. I think he will come back and play this year. Um, nope. I think he will. Um, Why? Because because of his iron will determination to make things about him to get the attention to be able to say that he did he's never going okay he is never going to beat brady based on rings or anything else right so he's looking like aaron rodgers i'm not saying he's a bad person i think he's a weirdo but he's a he he definitely is self-involved right from the I'm going to go to my dark room and think about whether or not I'm going to retire the media frenzy. Will I, will I not? Like, it's just, he does this stuff. He's, he wants the spotlight. And I think this is a way for him to have some sort of like superhuman accomplishment that will help even out the fact that he was only won one Super Bowl. I see your point, but I raise you this. The Jets fall out of it. They can't make the playoffs. He can say, I was ready to, we would have won. Had we not been out of it, I'd have come back and we'd have won the Super Bowl. And it would have, but unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to show that. So I'm going to come back next year and blah, 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 whatever. I think there could be that. If they are, it's, I, I saw it quoted someplace today. It's a very low probability that they, they could make the playoffs, right? Um, It's not zero. It's not zero, but if it does drop to zero, I could see that. And Even then, the Panthers still aren't eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, so right, it, but Frank Reich is Frank Reich gone, out of gone. here. Did you see what? David Tepper's his uh, media session? Uh, I saw bits. Oh my goodness, we were gonna trade up to two and take C.J. Stroud. Because we thought Tex- the Texans were going to trade up and take Bryce Young. But we are so happy to have Bryce Young. What are oh, you doing? Like, no that's one, a quote. Literally, Shut up. No one believes you, and it's weird that you're even saying it. Stop like, talking. You can't look at – I mean, there's – you cannot look at these two quarterbacks in their rookie year and say that out loud without seeming incredibly foolish. And it's it falls so phony and false and flat that, like, just don't say anything. How about just, that? Yeah. Hey, what, Frank wasn't a fit. We moved in a different direction. <clears throat> yep. Done and done. And then people can question your judgment for getting rid of a guy in less than a year who you hired to turn around a team that hasn't done well. Right. Like, listen, I think by your three – uh, you should be making some some hard decisions on both your players and your and your coaching. Uh, but before the end of year one, like this is an Urban Meyer man. He wasn't out oil checking college girls at, at bars, right. you know, and losing every game and losing the locker room. Like this team, you looked at the response; they weren't excited to lose this head coach. No, you know, and this- they lost Josh McCown, and they lost Deuce Staley, which is funny because all three were on tape seemingly excited about Stroud and wanting Stroud to be the guy. Yeah. I'm pretty confident there's a correlation there. We just want to get rid of all the guys that make it look like 
we want we wanted Stroud that we can, missed. Or they wanted Stroud or whatever, and we're gonna move forward with Bryce. Who's gonna want that job though? I have no idea. I think I I do think he's fired four coaches. Four coaches, three, three coaches in four years, something like that. Yeah, like three and four. I I just I cannot. And this is not just. I mean, this kind of feels like we're just talking NFL news. But I think from a dynasty football perspective, you have to be like, what is there to really be excited about? Like, I don't know. I'm interested this week to see utilization in the backfield, maybe a little bit. But like, I'm excited about you, their first round pick for the Bears to have. Yeah, for the yeah, give away the Bears. Well, let's pin on that so we can talk about that one next. But like from a dynasty perspective, you got to play the long game a little bit. And if it doesn't look like ownership is going to allow the long game to develop, then you are, you are, what are you doing? You're praying for, you know, a lightning in a bottle to catch with a rookie or maybe a massive free agency trade with an established and and in the right system. I don't imagine any free agents going to want to go there. No, I can't either. Like you're going to have, Busted guys that are desperate for one last payday. Mm-hmm. And like then Adam rookies. Thielen. Yeah. Oops. Well, I Oops. mean, I, you know, Oops. I love my man Adam, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Nah, nah, nah. um, or, or rookies who are going to be walking into a difficult situation and probably, you know, like not given a chance to thrive or develop. I think the Panthers could be a mess, you know, for years. For to a come. while. Yeah. Yeah. It could be ugly. They're, yeah. So, they're not. You mentioned their first round pick going to Chicago. So a little yeah. bit of story. Uh, back to this last Monday night. So I, I'm walking out of the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, uh, me and my buddy, and we're uh, disappointed. But we had a really nice night. He doesn't live in the Twin Cities metro area. So he drove in. We hadn't been to a game at U.S. Bank before. Um, so we're still having a nice time. But there's some Bears fans, and they're talking smack, right, outside the okay. stadium. And I'm in a bit of a mood. So I like – I so I'm gonna talk some smack back, and uh, they're like, "Whoa, Vikings fans, what's up, Bears? The Bears, and they're doing the Bears back and oh forth." Gosh. And they said, "Hey, the Bears guys, who's your quarterback gonna be next year?" And uh, they both go, "Not Justin Fields," with some expletives involved. Mm. Now, Bears Twitter had a different point of view. Bears they Twitter victor- victory lapping Justin Fields hard. Um, love him. Bears, Bears fans after this, and we talked to them for a little while because we had to like leave through this area and they ended up being fine guys. But anyway, I said, yeah. Uh, and guess what? Josh Dobbs isn't going to be the Vikings quarterback next year either. So how do you <laughs> feel about that? And they're like, not great. You know, like, yeah, like he's like, oh, you guys are going to get cousins back. But they were like, for sure, it is not going to be Justin Fields. I. I can't imagine that it is Justin Fields. It's not. I also cannot think of where Justin Fields ends up next year. But if you have Fields oh. on your dynasty roster, if like you should make a move like well, before now, but for sure now. Yeah, if you can get him, um, they're going to have the first pick. They're going to take Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, right? I, that, Even without my... a stellar. I think it's the fine. problem is the the biggest names at quarterback in college this year haven't had stellar senior years, but I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. And There's enough Matt Eberflus is not going to be the head coach of the Bears. No, what a horrible challenge, by the way. Last month. I'm like, dude, watch this catch. Ball's right in his hand, and he's I'm looking right at the back of his head, and he's trying to talk to the refs. He's got his arm around him like, dude, you're gone. Just like yeah, give no, it up. You're, you're gone. not going to make it. 
you're, you're losing this challenge and you're losing your job. They're going to trade Fields. I would love to see Fields go to Atlanta. Oh, love it! Would love Ooh. it. That would be that's shades like, of Michael Vick from years oh, gone dreams by. It. Well, nobody's Michael Vick, but no. with the weapons, um, I I wish Arthur Smith wouldn't be there, but <laughs> yeah. maybe Arthur Smith will trade for Justin Fields in his fantasy league, like he traded for Bijan, and you finally used him. So no, I, th- I you can't pass on a quarterback with the first pick on a rookie contract for no. four or five years. Like and you, you've you got DJ Moore, you know, you've got a good tight end. You've got, you're some, gonna, you, you're gonna pick, you're gonna go in and find a head coach that Caleb Williams wants to play for. Yeah. And here's the deal. Their defense is looking better mm-hmm. than it has in quite some time. You're, they're really not missing much to be mm-hmm. as bad as they are. And, you know, I there is a Matt, there is a, Matt a Johnson of, makes sense from Detroit. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think uh uh Harbaugh could could come back to Ooh. Chicago. Um I just I just think there's if you want to try to get you could go out and get uh, Lincoln Riley if you wanted to. I don't know. If I mean, you wanted to. He hasn't done a lot in college. He hasn't ever played in the college football playoff. He hasn't ever won a national title, but the dude coaches pretty good quarterbacks, win some yeah. Heisman awards. Well, that's uh, the thing you... too, right? You got to go out and say, we need to get a guy we've, you know, and, and this is what the bears should have done already. Go and get a guy that can fix your investment and, and try to make it work. But I do think you're right. They'll, they'll look for a head coach that will be uh, appealing to Caleb. Yep. And, um, you know, quite honestly, you know, they're a wide receiver short of being set up pretty well. And they could be they could be dangerous next year. They could have Marvin Harrison Jr. They could. I I don't know. Maybe trade up to two. They could get get a quarterback and your receiver. I that offense like, is done. I do not like any of this as a Vikings fan, but I, that's very I wouldn't either. But I mean, that's that's how I would do it. They but should I'm hire running, Matt Renshaw. I'm not running the Bears so. yet. Hey. Ryan Poles, if you want to call me, take the North and never give it back. Check it, check it out. Yeah. So we just hit the Bears. We've talked about the Cowboys, the Vikings. We probably should shift to the AFC. I suppose we've been pretty NFC heavy for the most part. That's the danger of having uh, two two co-hosts with NFC teams. What's what's going on the AFC? I mean, I'm okay. I know there are people out there. Hard knocks. Dolphins? The hard knocks, dolphins, midseason. Has it started? I haven't watched an episode. Yeah, two ever. episodes in, man. I might that might be what I do. It makes afterward. me like Mike McDaniels even more. I don't know anyway. if that's possible. You were <laughs> you were onto something. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I know that I know there are some people out there. I could never be one. I hope you're not one of them. It's like, well, my favorite team's this, but then my other favorite team is that. And it's like, you know, my AFC team I hear about from some Minnesota Vikings fans. And the AFC team, do you have do you have an AFC team? You just made a face. I'm nervous. I did make a face. I don't have a I don't <sighs> my daughters really like Patrick Mahomes. Nah. So I will root for like the Chiefs, but I don't like claim them as my You're dancing around the living room listening team. to Taylor Swift. No. No. So my oldest you is, are she's turning eight. Later the or later next kids month. get in here. It's the Mahomes no. and Ma Auto commercial. And you gotta watch I, it. 
I kid you not. She was like, we were watching the football game one day and she was like two or three. She was like, dad, who's that? And I was like, that's Patrick Mahomes. She was just love. And she was like, he's cute. That's like at like three or four. And I'm like, I like that curly hair. Okay. Like yeah, she did. She, she's she's like, deal. he has long hair. I like that. And I'm like, <laughs> stop fantastic. it. Like you're three. But and so adorable. ever since then, my girls know who Mahomes is. Sure. Um, they're not big Taylor Swift fans, but they did come home and say, dad, who's Kelsey? And I'm like, he, he plays on the same team as Patrick Mahomes. Always oh, dating Taylor Swift, and she made a movie, and because all of her friends at school talk about it, but we're not. Oh, of course, we're not Swifties. So no, I don't have a team. My kids have a team, and I don't dislike Patrick Mahomes. But so so my my third grade in Minnesota, I hear this quite a bit. It's it's if for those that have an quote unquote AFC team, the team that I hear mentioned the most is the Buffalo Bills. Very, uh, you know, diehard fan base. It's a cold weather. It's cold weather. People um, have, you know, been to the big game, but struggled. Uh, Vikings of the East. Kind of right. And and particularly my third grader, all like he's got a bunch of buddies that just think the Bills are awesome. And of course, Stefan Diggs is on the Bills, you know, Viking for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, Beloved by the by a lot of fans in, in Minnesota. I was not heartbroken when he left, but different story. Mm. The shine has seemed to come off a little bit of that Buffalo apple in, in as of late. Like there have been struggles this year uh, where seemingly we, we would not have expected them, particularly with Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen Josh has Allen struggled has led- at times. What? He's led the NFL in interceptions Ooh, the last yeah. four years. And people so, go, oh, he must be bad. No. no. It's the it's the and did you game. see the did you see the airplane fallacy thing? I don't like think airplanes. So. so airplanes would come back from like World War II and they'd have all these bullet holes. And they're like, we have to we have to fortify these areas that have all the bullet holes. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no. These planes are coming back. We have to fortify the places that aren't being shot. Like all that's the other spots. I think people are looking at this Josh Allen thing going. He's leading the league in interceptions. Great, but they're still winning. They're still they're still it a top it. team. I know, I know their record doesn't reflect that. They're six and six, but they are plus one hundred and one point differential. That's like yeah. the biggest in NFL history. You talk to any AFC team that's out of the playoffs if the bills sneak in nobody wants to see the bills no one wants to face them yeah i mean they have the same record as the vikings and i i saw the point differential uh and it was not it was not 100 points 100 point difference uh it's wild it is wild you know i i've seen um allen get traded in a couple of leagues this year oh where I was, wow where I was surprised, but I, I yeah. saw some, some owners, uh, you know, decide to pull the trigger on that. I, you know, it wasn't anything. Isn't outland- he like QB one? Wasn't, it hasn't been like a fire sale or anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, shifted around some assets. Uh, he's the number one quarterback on the season. Yeah. He's the yeah, number one is- overall player on the season. Yeah. NFL season struggles are not the same thing as fantasy football no, struggles. I you're right. 
Now it's been a little more up and down. Um, you know, I've got I've got digs uh in a few different leagues. That's been a little bit more up and down, but the ups are great, you know. Yeah. So it's it it has been a real I think if you've got, you know, if you are looking at Buffalo players as they head into, you know, their bye and then beyond, it's probably not. I don't, I wouldn't be that nervous, right? We're past. I'm not nervous. Are do you, are you in your dynasty leagues? Do you have trade deadlines in any of those? Oh, don't. This is this could take the last fifteen <laughs> minutes of the podcast. Oh, um, boy, I hate <clears throat> you hate trade deadline. I do. I really. Oh do. no! So we are going to get into this. Okay. No, there needs to be a trade deadline. There absolutely, positively needs to be a trade deadline. What I was going to say is. If you are a contender, right, I don't think you need to be looking to move your bills just because no. it hasn't been all ceiling all season. No, no. you're fine. Good. You hold them. You're going to be fine. Yep. Trade deadlines. We right. can get I've on done me. this on, on a few podcasts. I, I am. I've been in my fair share of leagues. Um, Certainly. Yes. There needs to be. A trade deadline. Now, I'm not a fan of week Thanksgiving week is trade deadline. Oh, brutal. I think the playoffs is your trade cutoff. I think that's reasonable. I there's your cut. Now you you are a top team and you lose a quarterback. Man, maybe you should have made a deal and had some depth. Don't go, oh, well, now I can trade XYZ and I'm in the playoffs and I can add. There's a reason I, I know it's fantasy football. I know it's not, we're not in the NFL, but these NFL teams have deadlines. Be nice. <laughs> yeah, Wouldn't it? Do. Wouldn't it be great if the Vikings could trade for a quarterback right now? Oh boy. Or if um, I was just getting paid like a real coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? It's like there needs to be a deadline. Now, uh, the leagues that I've been in, now some of them are all great and they're all awesome and everybody loves everybody. And that's how the world works, right? Everybody gets along. There's no division and everybody oh, disagrees no, with everything. Oh, wait, I've been in a league with no trade deadline where the the I'll keep it PG, I guess. The the least liked person in the league is in the championship game. They made it to the championship game. And the league comes together to screw over oh, the man. league's jerk and everyone's like, "Okay, we're we're going to make some not build a, fair build a super team." Yeah, and then they lose. And That's it's like, collusion. That's that, collusion. It should be absolutely that. That is collusion. That that should not be tolerated. You need a a, a strong but fair commissioner that's not afraid to hurt feelings and is impartial. Um, I posted a video. I made some silly song to this Death Cab for for Cutie song like three years ago. And every time this year, every time of year that in the fantasy football season, it gets to be like fiscal week december one whatever it is you know like and every year i have something terrible that happens to me like jonathan taylor breaking his thumb and needing surgery and i am screwed and it kills me it kills me and every year i'm like why can't we trade until december ends just let's trade it should be it should be playoffs that is always my like there's your it gives the contenders a chance to okay i i know what i need I think there's also ways, excuse me. I think there's also ways to prevent stuff from getting to be crazy. So you don't have, you know, fire sales or, or people that are, you know, giving away 
top tier assets for picks next year or whatever else. And you make it competitive with the consolation bracket. If you don't make the playoffs, you should be fighting to avoid a horrific punishment in the losers bracket. And I've seen some leagues do like an extra pick, like one, if it's a 12 team league, you do one 13. I personally not a fan of that. I don't like that. But I, I mean, I get needing some sort of, so we have the winner, winner of the loser bracket uh, gets the first pick, and then we do order from there. So now is that dynasty or is that redraft? That's uh that's a two team keeper league. Okay, so or two two player keeper league. Gotcha. Um, so it's kind of your happy medium, um, but it is different in dynasty. I I think I think the picks in dynasty leagues I don't love, but if you've got a good league. And um, you can you know, dole out like a legit punishment for your losers. And then I don't see the reason why you can't stop. And I do agree. Playoffs, whatever. Build a or, team with depth. Yep. Or, or you know, maybe you can trade among contenders. So if I'm uh, I'm in the, the the championship bracket, I could make a trade with someone else who's also playing. And if I'm in the loser bracket, I can make a trade of some. It, now it takes an active commissioner. You can't have a you know, absentee landlord in a league like that. Right. Or somebody who's not, you know, or who's going to be afraid to make a stand or slap <laughs> somebody on the back of the hand. But I, I do, I would be more than satisfied with playoffs. No more trades, but God darn it. End of November kills me. Just kills me. It, it, it tends to be a hard, a hard time. It's a hard I mean, time for me because I just traded Tony Pollard and Jerome Ford for Jonathan Taylor, I mean, and I did not have Zach Moss, and I was out of fab, and I could not get Zach Moss. This isn't a redraft. Yeah. This is a, this is my keeper redraft. The, those players are all obviously uh, rostered and, and, and probably would be more challenging to move around at this point in, in your dynasty leagues. But, yeah, I just when I felt like that was, and it's my largest uh, buy-in league. It's the one I've solid. been for 16 years. It's a solid team that was going to make a big push. And now I have to hope that this guy comes back in t- t- two weeks two or whatever the low-end estimate was, and I'm still alive. Now, luckily, I'm playing my pal EJ this week. And for this week of football, you know, the big story is it's week 13, and there's an absolute insane amount of buys. Yeah, Bills, Vikings. Well, old EJ didn't plan for that. So, oh, so if if helpful. I if I had to lose somebody, like if I had to have a week or two. Now the week after this is going to be tougher, but at least this week, I'm like, oh, thank thank goodness I'm playing EJ because right now in his starting lineup, still he's got Lamar Jackson, Jordan Addison, yeah. uh, he's got Saquon. And he's got Dan Carlson kicking for him. So, you know, there's some things you yeah. can move around here. Um, it's but a super still. flex. So he can pop up Goff into his starting and then, you know, put in a, I think he's got Fryermuth or somebody else. I mean, a tight end that's playable. So, I mean, it won't be a walk in the park, but I. It'll be easier than normal. I should be able to survive, God willing, you know, and then just, I'm, I'm going to be trying to buy victories on the waiver wire with zero fab, just shuffling i guess yeah so we'll see Najee harris has been on the right trajectory where i actually feel more confident starting him now he's 
I, there's uh you know the guys on the big show uh fantasy footballers like yeah. calling them uh the baby yeti because like derrick henry gets hot as it gets cold and not just yep. kind of doing the same thing yep. it's been a little well, and he's got a new offensive coordinator and actually yes. just made a trade for Najee in uh in my, my i don't know if you want to call it home i'm in a dynasty league with with buddies that i am around i mean they're they're local sure. um traded uh what did i trade i traded a 25 first okay which should should be mid to late yeah for Najee and Jalen Warren oh wow when Matt, when Matt Canada was still the offensive still there so so a 25 first for both yes that is that's delightful I liked it I liked it and my my running backs on that team were um I've got a lot of so I for those of you that haven't ever been in a league with me I tend to be a hoarder of something in the league. Sure. So this league is a league where I hoard. I've got a bunch of running backs. Now, my running backs are getting older. I've got Kamara, Montgomery, Pollard. Now I've got Najee and Warren. I had Dalvin Cook. Um, I traded for Nick Chubb when he got hurt. So my running backs tend to be my my strength. In, yeah, in that's a league. squad. But it's a it's a 12-man. Um, but this week, I mean, and this, is, this is another topic we can – spend a few minutes on too um it's week 13 you talked about it the playoffs in this league are, are tight I mean, we've got one guy sitting at nine and three and there's five guys tied for second at eight and four and Jeez. the reason we have that is because two guys are tanking like actively i mean one guy last week scored four points now do they what are the rules in your league do you have to the rules are you have to set a lineup you have to set a lineup. It doesn't, doesn't have to be injured or on by or anything else. They can't be on a buy. Okay. But the guy that scored four points as quarterback was uh, who's Houston's backup. Uh, oh, sure. Davis they Mills. don't actually have to be start. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very, you very have similar. You set your best lineup, but you have to set a lineup. Yeah. My, uh, my good buddy league, you cannot start anybody on buy. You cannot start anybody who is out. Um, you do not have to start a starter, but you have to have your spot filled. And we do not yeah. have super, super. We run a lot of flexes in that league, um, and we don't have the deepest bench even to support it because we. It's just it's a ten team, so we have made um, the format more complex and the and the bench spots less, a little bit more shallow to because it's competitive. I mean, everybody yeah. thinks their league's competitive. This is a competitive league. This is this league's as competitive as any quote unquote, you know, industry league I've been in. Yeah. But we've got a whole slew, you know, we've got a a chunk of seven and fives and six and sixes. So there's one 10 and two team. There's three seven and fives. And then there are uh me and another guy tied at six and six to round so, out who's gonna make it in. So I'm one of those eight and four teams. But this week I'm playing one of the tanking teams. Ah. I'm hey. on a bye. Hey, I'm, all right. I'm rolling with this. So if I win and the guy in first week. loses, I think I'm in first place with a buy, like, which is nice. But then the next week I play the guy who's got the most points scored. So it'll be it'll be an interesting two weeks. But tanking, I am not opposed to tanking. You, oh, in a pay, dynasty league, yeah, it's not. You pay your money. You want to put no lineup? I think yep. I saw one place where they had a rule in place which I loved. Um, you could come out and say, I'm tanking, I want zero wins. And as soon as you do, you're locked into the 101, huh. but you can't make any roster moves. 
Ah. Anybody, you can't drop anybody. That's an interesting wrinkle. I like that. So, and I don't know if they readjust the schedule. So, like the team that plays that team twice gets a benefit. I don't know how I I forget how that worked, but I I, like the idea of it's locked. Great. I don't know if I was talking to somebody who was in a league that did this or was a discussion around if it would work, but it was somewhat similar. It was you could come out and say you're tanking. Um, but your entry for that you're doubled. Oh, and then yep. it just goes in like a progressive pot or something, or nice. Okay, that's yep, not. It bad. would go into a progressive pot, and um, so you'd say, "Hey, it's my tank year. Here's regular. It's two hundred bucks. I'm pushing four hundred big ones in this this year, and then I get the one on one. So you're basically buying the first pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, what have... if you have multiple guys that want to do it? Then what? I don't know. That's the that that's where I'm like that because time is on your hand. As soon as the season's over, if you right. know like playoffs are done, Super Bowl's done, I'm not competing next year. Pause. I, I'm yeah. next year I'm tanking. Yeah. But then well you and, can't and, make and realistically, you'd have to say, I've got some young guns that are going to I appreciate in a year more right. than I think they're going to be worth this next year. So I'm, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to age out of studs, right? Like we've got some young, young players with a lot of runway. I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting format. I, I, I think, you know, we're getting deep enough into the season now where I'm starting to think about my leagues for next year. Yeah. And I, I am going to like commit to myself. I'm going to do some, pr- I'm going to do some pruning this year, yeah. but I would like to, However many I prune, I would like to add back half as many in yeah. some creative weird stuff. Because yeah. like I keep trying to get pulled. I've got buddies that keep trying to pull me into a, gu- a guillotine league. I'm not. I'm in a one. guillotine league. I love it. That's what I've heard. If That's you need what a guy, I've heard. I love my guillotine league. It's my favorite league. That's I. I keep hearing it, and uh, you know, Minnesota. We got Charch and Fish, and those guys love it. And you know, it's. I I would like to do one, and I would also like to do you know one of these weird you know a little bit you know curveball-y dynasty leagues where you can do stuff like hey tank and double my money or you yeah. know whatever it is, just some bit more interesting formats because you know at some point in the season you're just sort of like doing a lot of the same stuff yeah. week after week. I want to do something oh, weird. My guillotine league, I love it. So it's all fab. Um, you get you do your draft. You don't have to do any fab with the draft. Everybody gets a thousand bucks, and then you you add free agents based on the fab. So I'm one of I think we're down to what six weeks, seven weeks. Um, I've got four hundred and seventy some dollars left. The next closest guy to me has seventy eight. So Ooh, the, wow! And then there's one guy, the frugal Mister Renshaw, who has nine hundred and twenty. Oh my gosh! But here's the catch, which I love this part of it. So we're in week what thirteen? Yeah. After week 14, rosters lock. You can't add anybody. You can't trade. You can't. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's, there's some thinking with it. There's some, yeah. okay, wait, what am I going to do? Who, what's the strategy here? You know what we should do? And I know like a lot of times <laughs> he was going to say at the end of the season, we feel like we need a little break from the podcast. But this year, during the season, we've taken a couple breaks. Yeah. Uh, it would be interesting early in the off season to we should throw it out to the listeners and any followers on twitter to say you know that that too but then also give us your you know 
your your most interesting league formats oh, that I like it. we should think about and then do that for yeah. listener league like hey yeah. give us your oddities that you really enjoy or you figured out with the with the league you've been playing in for all years and you got this weird format that you've worked on over the last decade and people love it and you should try it out it would be cool to get those in discuss on a show and pick one have you ever done a bankroll league no i'm in a bankroll league first time this year that's fun too god boy it's I that's what I kind of did that this year. What you're talking about is I picked yeah. up some some different leagues that I've never done before. And yeah, I'd love to do a salary cap league. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Contracts and, and whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's my we'll uh, write this down. We should do this. Let's yeah, do I love it. I love it. It was like a like a production meeting in the middle of a podcast Let's for a future it, whatever. episode. Hey, yeah. anybody that listens that wants in, yeah. let Hit me know. Up. Let's do I'm it. sure Adam is listening. He'll 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 jump in. Yeah, you've got buddies some, up in Minnesota. You got some uh, some some Minnesota boys, maybe some Wisconsin boys that that might be interested in taking us up. Yeah, I'm. Let's I mean, get, let's get weird. All right. Well, that's actually that 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 sounds like a good stopping point, right? <laughs> let's get weird. Yeah, well, let's well, go. Well, let's yeah. We'll be back next week, and you can shoot us your cool ideas if you want. In the meantime, yeah. We'll start making uh, a list now. I, I've got four things written down already. So uh, one reminder, the, the Dynasty Dads podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. That was all right. We, ah, we, we, uh, you know, we worked on it. It's been a few yeah, weeks. It's, last time we kind of had that nice back and forth. It's fun. Last week. Last last episode. Last show. Last, last month. Uh, but Coming on that note, fresh off a uh, Josh Dobbs news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when everyone no was excited, yeah. Jaron Hall. It's okay. Hey, the future onward. You know, <laughs> it's uh, we, I we're very optimistic in this state. We're not. It's a lot of pessimism, but not Got here. It. Not with me. You can do it. We can do it. I have. I have faith. You can do it too. And you can make trades. There's a website to help you with it. Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. So uh, on that note, we are out. We're out. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads.